Hello and welcome, everyone, with a hand. <laughs> I am Frank Gianetti. Yeah, my name is just Brother Joe. It's actually my name is just Joe. I, yeah, it's my, not Brother Joe. I am, but I call you that. I am your brother, and there's no there's no way around it. You can't you can't have that like removed by a dentist. He goes into your goes in through your nipple and takes out some of your organs, and then you got a different brother. You can't do that. <laughs> a dentist would not do that. We got a we got a brand new restaurant experience for you. Uh, the 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 fancy needing public out there. You need things to be fancier than they are. And that's where we come in. We bring you some things into your life, into your humdrum, boring life full of cobwebs and spider houses, which is a cobweb, another way to say Listen, it. Everyone out there is wondering, what are, what, come on, Maron, what are these guys doing over here? <laughs> what are they wondering am, again? <laughs> I am Frank Gianetti, my brother Joe, and we are inside the world of fancy cuisine. Yeah, we've been inside it for a couple of months now, and we just like we we really got it deep into fanciness in a way we just hadn't been able to before. Because we just we just we needed to, we needed to break the mold, isn't that right? Isn't that right, Frankie? We needed to break the mold and become even fancier than we actually thought possible. That is exactly right. Now, the fanciness that we have previously experienced, we were notified by the scientific community that it had actually caused a milk. Uh, avalanche. <laughs> we had never heard of this before, so at first we thought it was a joke, but as it turned out, it was really serious. Uh, you know, they had uh, we we got a we got a phone call from uh, another galaxy saying, "Can you keep it down? Can you knock it off a little bit with the fanciness? Because it was just too much coming from the Milky Way for them." Yeah, and and listen, uh, old Mama Cherion, who still lives over in Dyker Heights in Brooklyn, she will tell you. That fanciness killed her tra uh, trampoline repairman. <laughs> That's right. That thing's been broken for three, th 30 years because she can't get another guy to come out. They're too scared. They're too afraid to come out because one time, what, just one time, she described the opening, just the front door area of one of our restaurants, and it, uh, it actually uh, it, it chilled his goita off. Which was a positive. Yeah, I guess I guess a thank you would have been in order, but it, he also then died. <laughs> but folks, you see, my brother Joe and I, we are on a we are on a sojourn. We must find the ultimate in fanciness and bring it to you, the restaurant tour. I mean, the restaurant patron. So now today, we would like to with uh, uh, with the coast uh, coastal uh, awareness mm -hmm. bring you. <laughs> <laughs> the menu, the menu, I, I rather should say. I, sort of lo of, I lost track of you. I've, well, we I've need lost to be aware of the coast. radar contact with you a little bit. <laughs> we need to be aware of the coast that will fall in the water. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So it's just sort of spatial awareness while you're walking near the ocean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then I think that's always a good idea. Even if you're inland, you know, what the fuck, what do you know? You know, you don't know. You could, <laughs> you could wander off and all of a sudden you're in the ocean again. Yeah, because underneath the land, it's water. I don't know if that's accurate, but... Yeah, it is. <laughs> if you drill down enough, it's the ocean. The whole thing's ocean. We're on a... The land is on top of the ocean. Well, I guess from that perspective, if you drill far enough, you go to Mars. I mean... If you... <laughs> now, maybe we get a little off point. The menu we are going, the menu we're going to be reviewing today is Menton. Now, why do you say menu? Why do you say it like that? Because I don't. I, I don't. I, <laughs> well, then why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you say it like that? When you hear me saying menu 
because the fanciness has already affected your ears. <laughs> the fanciness has infected my mind, my ability to perceive. I can't hear ye anymore. I just it goes straight from the men to the ooh because I can't hear the ye for 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 the life of me in the middle there. <laughs> and that is the that is the uh, one of the effects of fanciness syndrome. Yeah, I mean, one of the effects of fanciness syndrome is it can um, it can uh, it can cause um, uh, external outside of your neighborhood bleeding. Uh, <laughs> That's um, where you want all your bleeding. It's <laughs> far away. Well, I mean, sometimes it. you want it close so you can kind of pick it up and put it back in if you need some more. Now, folks, we're going to start right now with we'd like to start with the appetizer, the same way that you would begin if you were having a dining experience at the wonderful restaurant Mentone. Yeah, Mentone and is a so wonderful So the first place. appetizer we would like to speak with you about is the chilled melon soup. Oh, the chilled melon soup. You know, when I first heard about this, uh, I had to lay down inside. I had a giant carburetor built, like from a big giant's car. And I had to lay down in it and pretend I was gas that was about to be used <laughs> as it drove away. Now, it's got basil, of course. I mean, that's a, that's a layup. It's got some crab in there. Yeah. But it has wild rose. Yeah. We actually put a flower in there. Yeah, we and not just we didn't like grow a flower because that's too easy. You know, you we grow a flower, it. it's too friendly, and it'll just let you. You it'll look up at you like a little puppy, and you just take it out, you put it in the soup, and then nobody cares. You know. Yeah. We had to catch this one. This the wild rose. There was a, a nymph gliding across the surface of the water, and you had to like hit her with a banjo or something, <laughs> and get that rose. <laughs> Look, what, what you got to do, what you got to do to get the rose is what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, so one way you could get it, you go up to it and be like, hey, what's going on? How's your mother? And you just get it. You get the rose. You just take yeah. it. You, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 you go and you're kind of like, maybe you act like you're kind of like a shy guy, like I used to do. And I go up and I go into the woods and I'd oh, see, yeah. see the nymph and I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I like kind of looking at my shoes, and, you know, and then you pull out a, a, a Claymore mine and you get it. <laughs> <laughs> you get the rose. Yeah, so we put a flower in this soup because we want you to understand that the fanciness that you're about to experience, you're not, you can't handle it. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's something to tether you back to the ground of reality. It's like a rose. You're like, okay, I know what that is because I don't know what a chilled melon's doing with a crab. You know, like those things. <laughs> like, are they, are they, are, are they plotting against me? You'll have sort of paranoid thoughts about what they're doing, in, but when you're not looking at them. All right, now hit him with the next one there, Joe. Yeah, so the next the, the next uh, appetizer that, uh, that we're very proud of here, this is the venison tartare. Uh, okay, so uh, venison, uh, that's like a cute, another cute woodland creature. It's a deer. Uh, uh, we found him up on Route 95. Uh, he, uh, he wandered onto the street, and he brought us back to this, like, little deer library where deer were reading really fancy books. <laughs> so we, That did not happen. <laughs> it did not happen. Per se, but that doesn't change the story. That doesn't change the fact of what no. of what happened. No, listen, the venison it does change it. <laughs> venison tartar. It, it has agree charred, to disagree about that. I guess it has charred eggplant. Which you know, what did that eggplant do to us? Yeah, why do we, we have? Why do we have to just like we couldn't just walk by and let live and let live? Nope, we had to char nope. it. Uh, it's got horseradish, which is very valuable, and then bone marrow. Now, tell them where we get the bone marrow, Joe. Uh, we get the bone marrow uh, from uh, from an like an auto parts store clerk uh, in uh, in Shaker Heights, uh, outside of uh, Chicago. 
Uh, That's our connection. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's got a mustache on his car. <laughs> so you don't can't recognize it. You can't recognize the car <laughs> when he's in it. You can't recognize him. Yeah. Because, he, uh, he looks like he has a giant metal head yeah. with a mustache on the front of it. <laughs> and you don't recognize him. And you guy. don't recognize him anymore because you've never seen anything like that before. You never <laughs> saw a car before. You know, people don't know that when you get into a car, uh, it's still you in there. They don't know that, you know. Yeah, they're not aware. So he, it's good, good disguise. But now we get the bone marrow from this guy. But but where is, is, is it his marrow from him or did he get it somewhere else? He's pretty cagey about it when you ask. He just gives you. A... <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. We'll leave that one alone. You know what I mean? You just um, you, you ask. He's like, just take it. Just take the bag of, and just go. And you're like, Jesus, God, he's just. Yeah. I don't know. He definitely does not. He does not look healthy. So I think maybe he's a couple of I don't know quarts of bone marrow low. I don't know how they measure it, but I don't think he's doing great. <laughs> all right. The next item uh, is. Is hamachi. Oh. Now this is a yeah, this is a Japanese uh, dish. You uh, you brought made... this back from Japan with you. You we, well, we weren't I, even going to have any Japanese dishes. You brought some stuff back with you. Well, this was actually a creation of a chef Himojo uh, who uh, <laughs> worked with us for a long time. He succumbed to binary quail disease uh, <laughs> after a very he... brief illness. He uh, he went down. <laughs> he went down with it. Yeah. But you know he left such a legacy, and hamachi is one of his favorite dishes. Uh, it's tomato mojama. Now tell them what mojama is, Joe. Well, mojama is uh, is is uh, is uh, something that a ninja thinks is a straw, <laughs> but it isn't. But he's wrong, you know, like because yeah. ninjas are right about a lot of stuff, but not this, not the mojama. Well, be careful though, because sometimes they're wrong on purpose. <laughs> that's, like, that's right. That's one of their disguises: is guy who's wrong about that thing. And <laughs> yeah, and. And that's what hamachi translates to. Now, the part of this dish is bronze fennel. Now, we actually harvest this from, a, from an Uber driver named Sa Sack. <laughs> oh, boy. Zero stars. Zero stars. I don't want to give that guy any stars. <laughs> and, and let, you know, hamachi, close your eyes and let hamachi take you back to old Japan, the days of samurai and squeeze, uh, squeeze cans. <laughs> I didn't know about the squeeze canes. What, what, well, you know, what is that? You know, about? The old oil cans, you know, where you squeeze the, the metal and the oil comes out. <laughs> well, that's so the samurai don't turn into like the Tin Man. Like they don't, <laughs> they, they got all that armor around and they're going to just sort of stand there for the rest of their lives if they don't have a guy with the squeeze can. Yeah, that's exactly right. They, they can't fight, if, you know, if it's maybe it's drizzling. <laughs> they got to keep it loop. It's, all right, it's now humid tell them, that Joe, summer, and all of a sudden, they got two armies standing there looking at each other. You know, <laughs> got to have a guy come and help out. And they get it in a terrine, which uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big bowl. And a terrine is uh, it's actually French for uh, a coin that has no value. <laughs> <laughs> that's right and in this dish as if you know a dead goose wasn't good enough because <laughs> you want to put them all to death it says native strawberry now now native strawberry is a very peculiar kind of a strawberry it comes from your sister's uh hassock <laughs> that's right we gotta we gotta find out about your family tree uh, it helps if you do that <laughs> genetic thing and we know who your sister is and uh, don't if you don't have a sister, don't worry about it. You got one. You got yeah, one in there yeah, somewhere. You do. And, don't make uh, a problem. You have a sister, and let's leave it alone. Yeah, let's let's not get you know let's not let, let this get heated because you know you don't. <laughs> 
you know, just because you can't handle the truth about your family, you know, it's not going to, that shouldn't be our problem. Yeah. And it has some chamomile in it, doesn't it, Joe? That's right. You know, chamomile, uh, it's a, it's a great tea if you want to drink something that kind of tastes like you're drinking grass. Uh, yeah. Just like, like put some grass in some hot water and be like, hey, yeah, that's tea. What are you going to do? Make a big argument about it? And you're like, geez, sorry. Never mind. I'll have it. What's this called? That's called the chamomile right there. Yeah. Oh, what? Sorry. This, this one particular kind of <laughs> crap in water isn't good enough. Well, let's get some <laughs> other root or some other leaf. That's right. Yeah. Let's grind up some other kind of wood chips or something. And then it'll be like, oh, this is the real good one. Like, yeah. You, yeah. Like, you know, you know, like, you know. <laughs> Now, it also has black pepper brioche. Now, you want to put the, when you have the the foie foie gras, Mm -hmm. you want to put it on something, but you don't got nothing. Well, now look, black pepper brioche. (laughs) Yeah, we brought you something. That's why you have something. You didn't bring anything because you don't know what you're doing. But we do. That's how we we help you live your life. Yeah, and it's presented to you by by NFL Hall of Famer Sal Conscience. (laughs) Now he uh, he'll serve it up in a choke chokehold, so it will not really help you, you know, to really eat it. It will actually it will prevent you, but that only see that only raises it heightens your yeah. pleasure once you finally get it down. It tantalizes you because you're like, ah, oh, if only I could eat this, but I'm being or I, breathe, I'm being <laughs> or stay <laughs> conscious or alive. <laughs> You know, it just it makes you it makes you really value your life that you're you're having it choked out of you by uh, a professional athlete you don't know. Yeah, yeah. It really, uh, it really. This is a this is an important dish. Uh, you know that you get once. You don't have it. You probably don't come back and get it again. Let's put it that and, way. But see, that's that tells you how fancy this experience is. It could take your life, and you'll love it. <laughs> that's right. You'll send a thank you note from beyond the grave for this one. <laughs> now. We the last item on the appetizers, this is very special. Very special, as the French say, uh, is the one ounce Ocetra caviar. Now this one is two hundred and fifty dollars for just that one ounce. Holy shit! I didn't realize (laughs) it's real. I mean, like the other ones, like eighteen. The other ones are like twenty six dollars, eighteen dollars, two hundred fifty dollars. What do you? How do you get it? You catch it? You you have to capture it? What do you do? Well, Ocetra is not a place; it's a creature. Oh Uh, my goodness! Yeah. This is a dolphin that tried to get into uh, electrician school. Oh boy, lost cause, yeah. lost cause. Oh well, but you know, try to tell them that you know. Well, but they, anyway, they don't understand he, uh, positive and negative. You know, they're like colorblind for positive and negative, so they're like hooking up your battery backwards, and you drive, you drive in reverse all day. You know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but there's one dolphin that I, that I retrieved the Ocetra caviar from. His name's Chickenhead, and he. Uh, <laughs> And How does a dolphin get a name like that? You know, it's just well, like you you'll just see, wonder you'll about see. their lives. You know, if you eat the caviar, you know. But he, um, this one dolphin, they harvest it. Uh, it's every third Wednesday, uh, and he will he'll really focus hard on a pay a payphone. And while he's doing that, uh, he'll actually excrete this delicious caviar from his ho- hobo area. <laughs> and for those of you out there who are not our age, a payphone used to be uh, a thing that you put uh, what used to be called a coin into a slot, and then you could make a phone call. <laughs> they have them all the time on be- on, uh, on the Vince Gilligan shows, Better Call Saul and uh Oh, is that Bad. right? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like a nature's burner phone. 
probably, right? Yeah, like crim- yeah, I guess criminals still use them a lot. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but that's anyway, that's the Ocetra Caviar. And Joe, you said you had a great experience with this recently. Uh, you were on a romantic date with, uh, I think it was Lucinda. Yeah, yeah. Lucinda and I were we're kind of on the outs because uh, we had an argument over uh, over uh, how how many uh, how many animal legs you could fit inside of a tire. And, <laughs> that uh, splits up so many nice couples. <laughs> Do you know we were having such a nice night, and it was just I don't know how even how, I, me- I don't even remember how it came up. I don't even remember how it came up. It was just, Oh my God! But uh, but you know, just uh, just to splurge though, before you know, before the the dissolution of our relationship, uh, just to splurge, we were having a very nice beginning of the meal. We got the nice, we got the caviar, we got the one ounce of the Ocetra caviar, and you know, I just I looked at Lucinda and she looked at me, and then she uh, she she held a mirror behind my head so she could look at the back of my head, you know. <laughs> And uh, and I put Was a she sign. Giving you a haircut or what? <laughs> no, she she just uh, you know she said she said I want to see you the way people behind you see you. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that James Taylor song. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was doing a lot of heroin that year. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, and you know we had we just had a we had a wonderful dining experience and it's something I'd like to to bring to each and every one of you out there if you if you come in you know if you have the means I I promise you you won't regret getting the Ocetra caviar Absolutely now let's move on to the pasta uh let's say you've had your delicious appetizer you've had a, a wine uh from a wonderful um, wine maitre d uh Calestrio mm-hmm. uh he's uh, actually from the old country and he uh, he knows wines like uh, like baby critter knows uh, chimney dust, <laughs> which you may not. Once again, an analogy that no one can relate to, so <laughs> it doesn't help you understand how well he knows the wine. But those critters know the chimney dust pretty good. You know, they they really pretty they, darn good. Yeah, they've 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 been they've been dealing with it for a long time. You know, without getting too much into their business because it's probably not your business, <laughs> but they know about it. Okay, that's let's leave it at that. Now, the first item on a pasta menu is just plain old ravioli. Yeah, what you I think, say, like, that's pff, this won't be too fancy. I can handle that, right? That's right. That's what people are thinking. It just says ravioli. But if you flip the menu over, it has a, a tapestry in the shape of Grandma uh, Henderson's p- uh, penis. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, she kept it with her like the Lost Ark of the Covenant. It was in a box. <laughs> That was a special thing that she would never open up. She wouldn't let anyone see it. But you can see the box on the back of the menu, I guess. I mean, what? Why would we do it? You know. <laughs> now, if you enjoyed the bone marrow from uh, the uh, from the venison tartare, you can keep that going with the ravioli. We put bone marrow right in there, right? Yeah, we got some extra bone marrow because we're just we're trying to use it up because. You know, we want to honor the memory of that guy who's probably not alive anymore. I mean, we don't think he's doing great. I, also, it doesn't keep. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? Nobody wants old bone marrow. <laughs> you can really taste it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that great that you can taste it when it's brand new, but when it's old, you're like, yikes, not what you want, yeah. right? And but believe this has me, I actually there. know because of my dental procedure. Oh. I know what old bone marrow tastes like. Oh, All God right. in heaven, no. Yeah. Oh. Now, this has pear in it. And it has pecorino. Now, you actually went out 
and purchased the pecorino. That's Tell right. us about the sauce, Joe. That's right. So, uh, so you know, we had to get some good pecorino. Uh, you know, we don't want to get like you know the standard like stuff you scrape off at the bottom of your freezer pecorino. We didn't want that. You know, we wanted the good stuff. So I, I went, and this, this came from a guy who lives under a boat. and <laughs> Under a what? Under a boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he lives all the way down there. Uh, I think he knows Chickenhead, the dolphin, you know, sometimes. <laughs> I think that might be our connection with that one. And you go in there, and you got you to gotta whisper um, sort of a secret fact about a cookie that's not that good. <laughs> If you whisper that to him, uh, when the moon is right, he he'll hand you the pecorino, and then you bring that back to the restaurant. You got to use it that night because oh, yeah. it's only fresh for for a short period of time. If you if you you know keep it too long, it stays uh, exactly as it is. Is what I was going to say. It doesn't make any sense what I said, but it kind of lost the urgency with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's that, so that's where we got the pecorino, and then and then you picked up the chanterelle uh, downtown at the market at, at one of the farmers markets. So who who sells that chanterelle? Yeah, well, chanterelle uh, it has to be uh, it has to be taken from uh, it it it's uh, original originates in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, there's an old ban- uh, bank attendant uh, who square <laughs> who makes a square uh, with his uh, his charlatan area, and. Uh, <laughs> He does this uh, as hard as he can for about three hours, and uh, and then he'll tell. <laughs> really exerts himself, huh? Yeah, and then and then uh, he tells you where the market is, where you can just go buy it over the counter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so after that's what we do. After he gets so tired, he loses his resistance to telling you. <laughs> yeah, he's got to. He, yeah. He's got to wear so, uh, himself out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, now. So the tomato butter, tomato butter is butter that a tomato uses on its food. <laughs> wow. You got to go into not... like a little tomato house, and he's got like a little tomato butter dish that he's gonna put like on his toast. He got special tomato yeah. toast. And we'll you will go up there and be like, hey, you know what's going on? You see the ball game, and we get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you just you you, you gotta you gotta kind of make friends with them and say, you know, act like, hey, yeah, we're gonna go out this Wednesday night. Do you want to come with us? And then you just you take the butter. You know. <laughs> now, if you're not sk- skating yet, well, check out this next item: <laughs> summer beans. Now, yeah, no, summer s- beans—it's the kind of bean where you'll be walking and you'll be sort of thinking. Like, you know, Einstein, you know, used to think about the nature of light. And then you'll, sta- you'll stab uh, a, cra- a, a, a crouton vendor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, before he dies, he will hand you a small bag full of summer beans. And that's how we get it. That's a tough game, crouton vendor. It really is. It's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, when you have a date, like out on the boardwalk, you're not like, hey, honey, want some beans? <laughs> hey, hey, why don't we go get a... Small oh, croutons, sampler yeah. cup of croutons or something. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you, you go, like, you go up and you're like, serve. maybe like a salad with these croutons. He's like, fuck you. You know, he's like, he's real angry and belligerent about it. And you're like, oh, yeah. this isn't the first time he's been asked to get the sense, you know? Yeah. Well, a life with croutons will just, to just turn your soul inside out. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not all the fun and games that it sounds like it would be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this also, it's got basil, it's got Parmigiano. It's 20 slash 30. 
that means you could get a little plate of it, or you could get a plate of it and you get like a little chipmunk who can feed it to you for 30. You know, a lot of people don't know the origin of the papadal. Now, we all know about Hannibal crossing the Alps on an elephant. Well, the papadella is, uh, it's, it's really more like, remember strawberry shortcake from the eighties, that cute little girl with like the big hat on. Yeah. And her pet was named like diarrhea monster or something, right? <laughs> I don't think that was it. <laughs> well, I do not think that's accurate. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That, like, <laughs> like she had like a, she had like a secret pet that she didn't tell anybody about. And that was it. <laughs> the next thing it's got, and this one, this one blew my mind. <laughs> Hen of the woods. Hen of the woods, folks. Now, it's not some hen like you go to the barnyard and it kind of clucks at you and then it you know, shoots out a couple of eggs and then the rooster freaks out or something. I haven't been to a farm in a while. I don't really know what happens. <laughs> yeah, you gave it, it's quite a rundown for somebody that doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> That's, I, I, I would say that could be like the subtitle of this podcast, but... <laughs> So yeah, now like now, did you go out and get it in the woods? Because you brought it in, and I didn't know you. You know that you weren't talking, and the hen wasn't talking, and I couldn't tell where he came from. Well, you see, hen of the woods—it's a mystical thing. You see, you take the hen from wherever. You know, you take it from a farm or whatever. You take it out to the woods. You perform a ritual where you both scream, uh, fa- uh, you scream old lyrics from Captain Johnson's dog dog park. <laughs> Great seventies band. And I mean, I don't know how big they got, but (laughs) Yeah, we also added a sheep's milk ricotta. Now this ricotta cheese, if you ever had it from a sheep, uh, then you know how amazing it is and how fancy it is. We used to do uh, table milk ricotta, Mm -hmm. which is actually made from a table, but it was so fancy that it made someone's uh lap lap fall off. (laughs) Yep. They would sit down and disappear. Completely. So we had to dumb it down. So we started uh, making sheep's milk ricotta, but it's made a very special with a very special process, right, Joe? Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, um, we didn't really have to say sheep's milk ricotta. We could have just said sheep ricotta. I think we all get that's probably coming from the milk. That's <laughs> yeah. Now this halibut dish is now again. You know, we like to sneak up on you, so it's just called halibut. Huh. But if you get into well, the content, I'll get halibut. It's normal. It's a normal thing yeah. for me to have, right? Wrong. Yeah, and fuck you. <laughs> and, I, and I hope just for that, this is too fancy, and it blows <laughs> and it and it, it it blows your back out, and then you only have a front. Yeah, I hope I hope you fall into a ch- a, ch- a chase lounge that has a tumor on it, and it gets on you, and then you've got the tumor. <laughs> you know, when you said I hope you fall into a chase lounge, it started out real nice. Like I hope you. <laughs> I hope you go sort of lay down in a comfortable lay down chair and then get cancer from it. It's rough, you know. <laughs> yeah, for a minute there, it sounded like Margaritaville and then took a left. <laughs> yeah, now the next thing we got on here is duck breast. Uh, you know, just a regular duck breast. Everybody likes maybe, maybe, uh, maybe duck a l'orange, something like that. Yeah, no, we, we want to no. do something a little extra fancy. Okay. Yeah, go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want duck larange, how about this? Turn your lips inside out and pull them around over the top of your body so that you actually eat yourself back. <laughs> yeah, if you that's please. not what you're going to find here. There's going to be a whole cornucopia of things you never imagined in this duck breast. Yeah, I mean, we got cabbage, which, you know, everybody likes to have a cabbage. You might every have once imagined that. 
Yeah, you, you no, you can't. You can't oh, imagine. Okay, okay. You can imagine a different cabbage, not this one. This cabbage, this cabbage came from the mountains of Dracula. And <laughs> you mean the Carpathian Mountains of uh, Transylvania? <laughs> no, no. I mean the Carpathian Mountains are where the mountains of Dracula are. But the Carpathian <laughs> Mountains are mountains. But then there's a little mountain on the mountain. That's the Dracula Mountains. <laughs> I did not know that. Um, <laughs> it also has bosk. Now, you may think, oh, bosk pear, that'll, that'll be delicious on the duck. It's not bosk pear. Yeah. And by the way, rot in hell, you rude cock. Yeah, if we would we would have, if, if it was, you think we wouldn't tell you it was bosk pear if it was bosk pear? <laughs> Uh, this is this is uh, this is fennel that uh, that we got from Lee Harvey Oswald's uh, children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no connection to the uh, to the assassination. It's just that's just what they happen to do for a living, I guess. They just they're fennel they're fennel farmers. They want to kind of move on from the whole thing. Yeah, they they're tired of living in the shadow of you know their dark family history, and they think that fennel's the way to distance themselves. <laughs> I mean. They're not wrong. I mean, like I guess, <laughs> you know, that, that that did throw me off. I didn't know about it. Now, Although, Fennel is also the name of a musical crab uh, <laughs> that you can find if you go backwards from your dad's uh, old warehouse. <laughs> yeah, because if you go backwards, like crabs go backwards sometimes too. So he. <laughs> That's how you retrace the step. You gotta go back. Yeah, and that's and that's how you get in good with him. Like he feels like, oh, this guy understands my my life experience. He goes backwards too. <laughs> then Fennel will give you his secrets of where the you know, yeah. And so we uh, uh, the dry aged ribeye. It's beautiful. We make it nice and rare. Uh, you get glazed eggplant on there. Now you glaze it with the ostrich of an owl, <laughs> which is it's so fancy that that a bird would have another bird. You know? Yeah. Now we don't have much time. Let's get on to dessert because uh, we think that there's some some amazing items here that if you're not completely dead and petrified, actually turn into rock from the fanciness, then this will do it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We we actually hired a Medusa to uh, <laughs> to come to the restaurant because uh, sometimes our diners will it'll be so fancy they'll beg to be turned into stone. Exactly right. Now, the the first menu item and dessert is cherry. Now, this features Manjari dark chocolate. Now, you got this from some kind of wizard or something, Joe? Well, well, uh, he was a witch doctor. He 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 lived in the mountains of Kalu, and mm -hmm. uh, that's a that's an area uh, uh, sort of south of Italy, which is the ocean, by the way. Uh, there is nothing <laughs> south of Italy. Isn't that what puffed the magic dragon? Sure, he lived by it, by the sea, you know, but this is in the sea. This is where this guy, <laughs> like, this is a guy who's like, Puff the Mad Drag is an amateur to this guy. This guy, yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, lived by the sea is like, yeah, a lot of people live near the water. Like, who cares? You know, like, <laughs> now I want to move on to trio of sorbet, Joe. Uh, the trio now, of sorbet. Now, I you mean, guys may think strawberry, chocolate, vanilla, right? Yeah. Well, why don't you just burn your face off? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you just go ask the ask a donkey to sit on your groin? Because <laughs> go up to a perfectly natural tumor and uh, ask it to on a date. <laughs> That's what we think of what we imagine you just said when you when we heard yeah, when you heard yeah. the word sorbet. We that's knew, what it sounds like to us. We know you're not fancy enough, and that's you know we gotta have compassion, Frankie. We gotta have compassion uh, because right. people yeah, aren't yeah. fancy enough, and we gotta bring them the fanciness. We gotta bring the fanciness to them so that they can bring the fanciness out to the rest of the world and bring about the end of times. 
<laughs> and the next thing is ya yuzu chamomile. Now, yuzu chamomile, a lot of da uh, da Dalmatians uh, are allergic to this. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. <laughs> if that's who you were wanting to buy this for, a Dalmatian, we would recommend against it just on general principle. You might... You know, you, 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 most people don't know what their Dalmatians are allergic to. Because uh, <laughs> they don't care about them. They're horrible, mean dogs. <laughs> nah. And also, uh, if it's near it, it will try to eat it. Then you'll find out pretty quick. <laughs> Last flavor in this one is passion fruit, which, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I've had passion fruit, or at least I think I have, and I probably haven't, because what is it? But <laughs> <laughs> so, Now, these desserts are just to... Complete your dining experience, the fanciness of which has now turned you into a, fi a fine dust. <laughs> That's right. You've become a powder that will be unrecognizable to the rest of your friends and family. And remember, Joe, tell them about the wine pairing that they will get for free if they come in on our grand opening uh, of October 17th. Yeah, well, on the on the night of our grand opening, we've got a we got a party uh, where we we're gonna have all of our favorite customers come in, and that could be you. You could win a raffle where you uh, you get a you get an uh, you get an airmobile dripped into your chimney uh, as a liquid. Uh, <laughs> what you mean a plane? What's an I, airmobile? If I had meant a plane, I would have said it. It's a, oh, all right, all right. It's a car that got thrown with a catapult. Uh. <laughs> yeah, folks, this wine pairing is amazing. Uh, Chef Reco will uh, come to your table and vibrate you uh, to your, you know, to taste <laughs> until you're ready, and he'll know. He's like, don't, don't even worry about it. You don't have to tell him. That's enough. Uh, I promise it'll last <laughs> oh, a lot. No, he's an expert. It'll yeah. take a lot less time if you just let him do it. Like, don't, <laughs> don't try and talk him into when you're done, or it'll take a half an hour. And uh, and then uh, uh, once once you're fully vibrated, uh, he will uh, he will drop a, he will drop a candy from uh, the third story of a building uh, into the the ear of um, sort of a sculpture of an elephant. <laughs> it's amazing, and it's the perfect end to a perfect dining experience. Folks, come out and enjoy Menton. My brother Joe and I will be there at the grand opening. And we hope to see you there. Yeah, we hope to see you. And just remember what our grandmother used to say: if uh, if a, if a, if corn wasn't here, uh, we'd probably be okay. But corn's pretty good too. <laughs> oh, she was there was she was profound. <laughs> I guess. All right, we'll see you soon, folks. And thanks once again for enjoying the restaurants of the Giannetti brothers. And good night. Have a good night. <laughs>